Hey, Lighthouse Niagara family, this is Pastor Joel Sloss. I hope that the message you received today blesses you so, so much. And it is this uh, in a statement, uh, in a short statement, in his love, being all we can be for his glory. I like the song that we, we closed off on, and this is my desire to honor you, to, to lift you up, to glorify you in my life, in our lives, that there would be a glorifying of Jesus Christ. And um, we have the, the parable of the, of the three servants that uh, uh, the master went away and uh, he left three of his servants with responsibilities. And uh, so they were each given talents. One was given five talents, one was given two talents, and one was given one talent. And uh, if this was a talent of, like it was, it was a money amount so whether it was a talent of gold or a talent of silver, we're not sure, but it would have been a huge amount of, of responsibility given. And as, as we, we know the parable uh, where, and the illustration where the one that had five went and there was an increase when the, when the master came back, uh, we don't know what length of time it was, but after a period of time, the master came back and there, there had been an increase from five to ten talents. For the one that had give, been given two, there was an increase, there was a doubling, and it went from two to four talents. And, and then there was the, the last one that was given one, went and buried the talent. And even in the illustration, it's, the, the master was very upset with that servant, and he said, could you not have at least put it in the bank where it could gain interest? So obviously 2,000 years ago, there was this aspect of, of there being uh, banking or banks, and you could gain interest on your putting your money in the bank. He was quite upset. I like the fact that that the word talent was used. Because a lot of times, uh, the Lord has given us responsibilities. He's given us uh, talents and passions. Not that they are buried, but that they are, there's a development and an increase of what God has given to you. To be all that we can be, that we don't bury the things that the Lord has given us, whatever it may be. And that we would use those gifts that he has given us. And even as there, there is a, a taking responsibility of the gift that God has given you and the gifts that God has given you, there's increase. There's an increase that comes. And the, the gifts and talents that we have within the body of Christ within this church allows for the church to function at a much greater capacity than if one person was doing everything. It'd be impossible for one person to do everything. 
but each part doing what it's supposed to for the, the edifying of the whole in love. That's what it says in Ephesians 4, verse 16. That there would be this coming together, uh, even as I was praying on this year, and this, this um, focus was over the course of a number of months, already started in October, saying, Lord, what would you have? What is the direction for the church? And one part of this, as it, it was molded and fashioned and, and, and bits and pieces put on over the course of the few, the few months, one of the things was being all I can be. And there was, a, there was a, a changing of that from being all I can be is to be all we can be together. That there would be an encouragement that we would encourage one another to, to be all that we can be for his glory, that he would be glorified in us. In Matthew 5, verse 16, it talks about that we are the light of the world and that the world would see our good works and glorify our Father, which is in heaven. That even as others would see what the Lord has done in us, that there would be a glorifying of the Father. Say, that's, that's an amazing thing that, that God has done in this individual and in you and me and the world sees it and there's a glorifying of, of the father because of the power that he has to change us make us and mold us and fill us and that there's an overflow of, of us that's touching other people's lives this year if the lord hasn't already been speaking to you last year or, or even earlier in your life and you've sort of been pushing it off that you say lord i'm gonna i'm gonna be all that i can be for you this year you you have called me you have asked me to, uh, you've put a, a passions on me or in me and you've, you've put talents on me. You've gifted me. I'm going to use what you have, what you've given me, that there would be an increase for your glory and for the benefit of others as well. So um, this 21 days of, of fasting, uh, which we're going to be touching in on uh, today, uh, is actually something that is being done across this uh, this province of Ontario, and I like the fact that uh, we're joining in with uh, thousands of others across this this uh, province from our Church of God in Ontario, our, our denomination, and we're in agreement regarding this, and so. Um, Tonight, as we, as we begin, uh, the theme for, that was sent to me uh, for the church, church of God in Ontario is basically uh, the theme is to revive, restore, and to reach. And so you, you see that on the front, revive, restore, and reach. Uh, and the, the amazing thing is that that could, would be not just for you know, churches in, in the GTA or up north or out east or out west, uh, but that it would be um, for us here in this area that God has placed us outside of our own lives and even our own home, but here in the church, across the city, and even in the region. And um, regarding fasting... 
I know we've set this time of fasting. Jesus in, in the New Testament mentioned, he said, there are some things that don't happen except by fasting and prayer. And um, we had, I, I was looking at some of my, my notes from different times that we were praying. One of them I happened to stumble across was uh, in 2021. It's either 2020 or 2021, but we had, I think it was 2021. We had done a 21-day uh, uh, around the city, and I think it might have been 2021 during one of our lockdowns. I know we had lockdown in 2020, but I think there was another one in 2021. But anyways, um, so this, we were going out, and uh, one of the things that we were praying, and it's not the first time we've prayed this, but we were praying for beyond our region or be our city. So we were going around the outside, 75 kilometers is the circumference uh, around our city. And um, a number of you took part in that and were part of the, the convoy the, the, that we had. But the prayer was not just for Niagara Falls, but it was for the entire Niagara region. And so we are touching, in fact, the one on the one day uh, the emphasis or focus was that as we hit the, it's a big sort of a rectangle is, is uh, Niagara Falls. But as we hit each corner, uh, whether it was the, uh, the north-west uh, and then northeast and then southeast and south, uh, southwest corners all the way around, to have, take a time to pray in the spirit. As we, as we came up to the corner and as we went around the corner, that there would be time and prayer in the spirit. And then also along each edge or each line uh, around the city, there was a focus that was giving, being given. And it was not just for our church. It was for beyond. I mentioned that the, the power of fasting and praying and the, the power of praying because some of the prayers that were prayed two years ago and two and a half years ago and a decade ago are coming to pass now. And uh, I, I'm just going to share uh, something that uh, we'll pray for uh, in a bit. But I want to share this. Um, I think I mentioned some of this uh, on Sunday or the other day, uh, maybe last week. But I had uh, an individual just show up in the church, not the first time he's come, but saying, hey, can you, can you come to our ministerial? I'm inviting you to our ministerial in St. Catharines. And uh, he was saying, we, sh we should look into joining the um, the ministerials together. And um, I said, unless God is, is in this, we can do, we can go ahead and try to get the ministerials together. And, and uh, but if it is just a thing of man, what's the point? But if it's a thing of the Holy Spirit, if the Holy Spirit is leading and guiding in this. And the amazing thing is this, that 
when I got there, one of the guys that I know uh, that had been coming to our ministerial because he's got a ministry that is, is uh, regional or from in this area, the Niagara Peninsula. So he, he's already gone to the different ministerials just to share. And he's, he comes very regularly, every, pretty well every month to our ministerial at the end of the month and uh, joins in with prayer. He happened to be there on that uh, last week when I went uh, to join with the St. Catherine's Ministerial. Long story short, from that, that meeting, there was an agreement of the group there, and it was the leading of the Holy Spirit to allow for this to happen. But one of the conclusions were that, that there would be a gathering together and a, a seeking out of the, the different ministerials to approach them to see if we could do something as, as a body of Christ in the Niagara region. I just say, thank you, Lord, for that. And so I had, uh, when we finished, uh, I th that was on a Tuesday, on, on the Friday of last week, I sent an email uh, to, to Rob, who is connected with the different ministerials, just saying, hey, let's do this. And I didn't hear from him. I'm thinking, okay, Lord, is what's going on here? I didn't hear from him. And uh, just before the service started, I, I got a, a ding on my phone uh, saying that, that he's saying, yeah, let's do this. And he gave me the names of the different uh, ministerial leader or chairs of the ministerials and their phone numbers. And he says, uh, here's the numbers. And also here, I, yeah, let's do this. Let's see if we can get together to find out. And this my, my, in my email to him, I said, let's just have a simple discussion of what is the Lord laying on your heart as a chair overseeing the ministerial in your city? What is the Lord putting on your heart? This will come to pass that we will get together. So the, probably the initial one will be via Zoom. Uh, but the ministerials, they, they cover the, the Niagara Peninsula, the Niagara region. So can somebody say praise the Lord? Like, to me, I don't know about you, for me, this is extremely exciting because God is doing a work. God is doing a work to bring the body of Christ together, and I thank the Lord uh, that that work is being done. So let me say an, uh, another thing. Last year, in February, we had uh, a, it was actually the second man up uh, gathering and it happened to be here at the church. How many of, of the guys were here for that man up last year in February? Okay. If you weren't here, you need to be part of the man up. It was just a bunch of guys. There was over 100 guys that were here. We were still, there were some, a few restrictions, I think, uh, last year at that time. But anyways, uh, there was over 100 guys that came together. And uh, so tomorrow... We're, we were, we're trying to get out of just Niagara Falls. And uh, so I just got, I heard back that, uh, that we're going to be getting together. This Man Up lead team is getting together with uh, Pastor uh, Jamie from uh, Welland, at Faith, or Faith Welland uh, Church in Welland. And uh, 
we're, we have opportunity. We'll be meeting with them tomorrow night to see if that's something that they will do at their church in Welland in February. And so uh, I'm excited about this because it's, it's expanding out of Niagara Falls, going into uh, other cities in the area. So I'm just giving you a heads up. Um, as Tonight as we pray, and a number of you have, have already joined in with fasting and praying, and uh, that you would, we would continue to pray for a powerful move uh, of God over the course of the, the, next, this, the next number of weeks and months uh, and this year, should the Lord tarry. So, uh, I just want to just speak briefly on, on some fasting or why we fast and, and uh, uh, the fasting and prayer. One part is, uh, if I could just have Hosea 6 put up. Um, Hosea 6, verse 1. And it says, come and let us return to the Lord. And that's what we, have, we are doing tonight. We have come and gathered uh, before the Lord. For he has torn, but he will heal us. He has stricken, but he will bind us up. So this thing of, of maybe there's been struggles or difficulties in your life. And sometimes there might, maybe there's even been a chastising of the Lord in your life. Every father that loves his son chastises his son. And here, sometimes the Lord as we may stray or, or wherever we get off track, uh, there's a, a chastisement that may come to get us back on track. But the, the heart of God is that there would be a healing, that there would be a binding up of, of that which has been stricken. After two days, he will revive us. On the third day, he will raise us up that we may live in his sight. And that's one of the things as the church is revived. I don't know about you, but this Sunday morning, this past Sunday, what an amazing time we had here. The time of worship, the time of the word, the time of responding. God is doing a work, and it's just not been Sunday. There's been many services that we've had where there's been a powerful working and moving of God within our midst. And I just say thank you, Lord, for that. He is not just reviving us, bringing us to life, but that there's a raising up. On the third day, he will raise us up, that we may live in his sight. That Jesus, Jesus is coming back, back, that we would live in his sight. Let us know, let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. His going forth is established as the morning. He will come to us like the rain, like the latter and former rain to the earth. It's an aspect of, of the rain coming for there to be a growth that would take place, a growth and a, a development in us, and even is, is indicative of the, of the Holy Spirit in our lives, is that pouring into us of the Holy Spirit, Lord, let it be. And this is what we're praying, that there would be a reviving that would take place. Hosea 10, 12 says, Sow for yourselves righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow, fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he comes and rains righteousness on you. And tonight, we're going to be coming and seeking the Lord in prayer. And that there would be a, a breaking up of the hard ground. When the ground's been sitting for a while, it, it, it's, as the farmer starts the season, there's a tilling of the ground to get it ready for the sowing. And uh, with that sowing, there's a, the, the rains that come that, that bring... Uh, a germination to the seed that grows. 
and brings forth a fruit. And the Lord wants to do that in our lives. He wants to do that in your life. And we get caught up with life and we get distracted. The Lord is saying, hey, I want for the things that have come, become hard in you, that it be broken up, that I can sow in you, that, I can, that the rain and the, the, uh, of the Holy Spirit would be upon you. Hallelujah. It is time to seek the Lord. We are doing that today. And I, once again, I want to thank all of you that are taking time. And even if it's just a few minutes, even if you just take a few minutes to say, Lord, move in my life. Move in the church. Move in this region powerfully before you come. Use me. Lord, here I am. Use me. Just regarding fasting, quickly. Is this not the fast that I have chosen? And this is from Isaiah 58, verse 6. And it's, there is a rebuke here of not fasting, or to, if you're fasting, not to say, hey, look at me, I'm fasting. But rather that uh, there would be an action that, is being, that would take place. And some of this has to do with getting rid of the, of the, the things that should not be and beginning to do the things that should be within the fast. And some of it might be an examine, examining of self. Last week we did that. We examined ourselves. Today we, we're going to take some time to, to pray, prayer, a prayer of repentance. Lord, if there's anything that would hinder us. It says, to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke. Is this not the fast that I've chosen for you? So it's not just a thing of, of I'm fasting from food, but that there would be things that are put away. Not that we're just putting away food. Let's put away the things that are, are of wickedness, are of heavy burdens. Some of you are carrying burdens, and it's like, man, it's weighing you down. You're consumed with the weight of those burdens. The Lord is saying, get rid of them. That's part of the fast. Get rid of these things that are weighing down on you. To let the oppressed go free and that you break every yoke. The things that are binding you, the things that are controlling you, the things that you're fighting with, whatever it may be, that these things will be broken in your lives. And this is as we begin to fast and pray. So those things, oftentimes say, oh man, I don't know if I can, I can miss a meal. I don't know if I can and take time to pray uh, as I'm fasting from a, from a meal. Or during the day to, to, to bring things up before the Lord. As you fast, bring those things that are, are of bonds that are chaining you. That, that you know this isn't right. That they would be broken. They would be loosed. The heavy burdens put aside. The oppression against us that we would be set free. The yokes that would control that they're broken in Jesus' name. This is why we fast. Is not the fast that I've chosen, is it not to share your bread with the hungry? And now it's, it's talking about doing what is right and of righteousness that you would say, hey, I want to help those that are in need, those that are hungry, that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out. When you see the naked that you cover him and not hide yourself from your own flesh. Is this not what I've called you to do? And so there are sacrifices that are taking place. Lord, I'm going to sacrifice. So often we're so tied down with the, our own weights because we're hanging on to them. That we, we don't look past ourselves. It's always about myself and we don't look at the others that are around us. Oftentimes in much worse situations than we are by far. 
We think about ourselves, Lord, let me not think about myself, but let me look to those that are, are, are in need. So it says then, next verse, this is Isaiah 58, verse 8. It says, then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteous, righteousness shall go before you. This is of the Lord being made available and pouring into your life as you do take care of these things that are, are, are controlling your lives, controlling my life. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. It's watching your back. We, we can watch the things in front, but what about the things behind? The Lord is saying, I'm going to take care. I'm going to be watching your back. And nothing can happen to you. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and he will say, here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger and speaking wickedness. And this, this actually had to do with those that were in, in leadership. He's saying those that are ruling the yoke that they, the rulers had put on the people, that they would be removed. So those that are in leadership, that there's not a yoke. The pointing of the finger, basically it was a, a signal. Signal. Hey, listen, I, I'm, I'm, I can be bribed. Give me enough money, I can be bribed. That was the pointing of the finger. It was a, it was a, a signal made to say, I'm, I'm willing to be bribed. These things are put away. And speaking wickedness. If you extend your soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then your light shall dawn in the, in the darkness, and your darkness shall be as the noon day. Praise God. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose, whose waters do not fail. It's like, thank you, Lord. These are not things that we're doing on our own. It's God stepping in on your behalf. The Lord guiding you continually. The Lord satisfying your soul in drought. So emotionally, our soul is all, it's about our emotions. And here he's saying, I'm going to satisfy you in the drought. When, there's, when things aren't going well, when there's, things aren't working out, and it seems like there's, yeah, it's just, there's, it's, it's dry. There's a barren land. And the Lord is saying, I'm going to satisfy you even in the difficult times and strengthen your bones to be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. Praise God. This is, this is what the fast, in the fast, that there would be these things taken care of. Because God wants to do a work in your life. God wants to do a work in your family. God wants to do a work in our church that goes way beyond us as we fast and pray. So I'm encouraging you tonight to fast and pray. Once again, maybe, or maybe it's a partial fast. May I just say this? The first day of a fast, physically, you may feel something. It's like, oh my goodness, I need to eat. The thing that I've come to recognize as I would start a fast, when you set your mind to start the fast, it's amazing that oftentimes 
there is there is nothing of of any pain or whatever or that hunger thing the second day yeah sometimes you might be feeling things by the third day it's like your body is already adjusted to the fact I'm not eating and and they're saying that uh, scientifically they said that a person can go without food for up to 70 days with water water up to 70 days I didn't know that I'm just I'm finding this out that uh, and this is experimentation and, and studies that have been done since the 80s and it's only coming out now I, I recognize now that that uh, intermittent fasting if you ever heard of intermittent fasting is not a, a spiritual term but it's a, a term that the world is, is, is grabbing a hold of because it is so extremely good for your body to fast. They're finding this out scientifically that there's things that are cleared out of your body. As you fast, it gives your, your, your body, your organs, opportunity to recover and to get rid of the things that are in your body. So regular fasting, whether it's, you know, you fast once uh, or this intermittent fasting, they say, hey, if you can do all your eating within eight hours, you don't eat for at least 16 hours, is extremely healthy for you. Or you find a day during the week that you fast the whole day. Or every few times. Now, this is the world. This is the secular world. Scientifically, the, the fitness trainers are saying fasting is good for you. I'll tell you right now, it is so much more than just a physical thing. We are talking spiritually the blessings of, of taking time to fast. Praise the Lord. So, what I would like to do, uh, I'm going to, if I could have uh, a few guys, just Brother Adekule, if you'd come. And if I could have somebody else on this side. Uh, just hand these out. Uh, if you're not going to take them home, if you could just leave them on the, the table in the foyer for somebody else uh, to take home, or if you want, take them home. There's prayer directives, and today we're just going to go to the first page, and we want to pray on some of these directives. And I just appreciate you, you coming today. This The importance of prayer uh, is... Yeah, it is critical that we pray. And I thank God that this is a praying church, that you are praying people. And so tonight, I just want to give direction. Uh, if, you, if you have the, thanks, brother. If you have the, uh, the first page there, if you open up uh, the little booklet, um, we're going to be doing uh, points or day two, three, four, five, six, just on the, that first page on the left. And we're going to be praying these points uh, some of these we are going to be praying together corporately, and then some we're going to be praying uh, alone, and some we're going to be praying in groups. And then we're going to end off with just uh, uh, some thanksgiving uh, at the very end. So, praise God. Are, is anybody excited? Yeah? Yeah, we're excited, man. We're excited. Come on, is anybody excited about what God is going to do? Yeah. Absolutely. And the thing, I'm excited about what God's going to do through you as you just totally allow him to do this. 
Uh, praise God. So, uh, if I could have... Hey, Lighthouse family. Thanks so much for tuning in to another one of our podcast sermons. I'm Pastor Joel Sloss. For more podcasts, media, and live stream services at LighthouseNiagara.com, Sundays at 10 o'clock. God bless.